Yungi Haseyo everyone. We are back with our fourth episode of Euphoria series. This is Yogi again here to pour out my random thoughts to you guys. This is Manu here and yet again we are here to talk about K-dramas. Well, you see during pandemic everyone was okay, I'm bored in a house and I'm in a house bored. So a lot of people ended up watching multiple movies, multiple series. I mean, what else could we do? Scroll through reels, make dalgona coffee, do the wab, do the rosalia, what else? Quite interestingly, people got a little inclined to Korean dramas in this process. There were a few people who asked me my recommendations of drama. Few people reacted to the drama references I posted on stories. Few shared their experience of watching K-drama for the first time and their reviews about it. and a lot of these small gestures towards korean stuff made me think did we have another hallyu wave during pandemic i mean of course hallyu or the korean wave has been around for a while now but in, with increase of internet and streaming services all over the world and now the pandemic giving more time to people to explore foreign cultures and content it has seen a boom like never before which makes me think how has the pandemic really affected the fame of k drama because it has become quite known among gen z and millennials i do agree with that though firstly we have a pandemic and on top of that with the rise of ott a lot of people have developed their interest on korean series like never before and also that many of us thankfully do get a few hours extra in a day because of be it online classes or working from home this leads us to find something or the other in our spare time and make us feel like damn how come i never came across these ever before and yes for most of the people it might be k dramas It's not only the viewers that come into the picture but also a good percentage of what the OTT services have done like uh, be it recommendations of new content or even when it comes to social media we do come across influencers developing their interest into K-drama and making more content in its reference be it slang words or even their favorite male leads who are 30 plus but we still crush on them yeah So yeah at the end sites like Netflix, Instagram and also TikTok did a great favor to marketing on K-dramas and make it one of the hot topics in present. And you know like I came across this reel the other day it was basically a girl was like trying to wash her dishes while watching K-drama but little did she know that the whole time she was just washing the top the tap and was basically not was not able to do anything. So I was able to relate to this is that I was I I cannot ever multitask when I watch K-drama or even anime cuz I really do wish that I knew those languages. And you know, this makes me realize the fact of you know about the language barriers we face but also that we don't consider it as a huge difficulty and make a scene out of them, right? I totally agree. I mean, I always wondered how people watched anime it's not like japanese is their mother tongue but they complain about k drama being in korean and same applies to people who watched money heist or elite 
or any other foreign series like funny how you have complaints only when it's korean i mean of course i have to say many people did change their mind and ended up watching k dramas now while at it i have to mention bts and blackpink because it was such a strategic move to release full length english songs like dynamite or ice cream that to a collab with selena gomez it did really increase a lot of curiosity in people's minds towards k-pop i mean of course even before when people said that k-pop is in korean they don't have any english songs i give a lot of recommendations like waste it on me dream glow old town road mic drop and actually a lot of groups other groups than blackpink and bts have english version songs and of course all the songs have little parts in korean it's k-pop so when dynamite released it blew up so much like all existing armies went crazy and others were also able to listen and not complain about it being in korean for once and coming back to the topic k dramas which we're talking about as of april 2019 netflix created dub k dramas so far they have english spanish french and italian dubbed i mean smart move by netflix as well i've never watched any dubbed k dramas cuz i know i won't like it but if any of our listeners have watched you can dm me your experience while i'm saying that there's no difference in watching k dramas or other series languages in both the cases you will have to have subtitles on i sometimes do wonder about how k pop uh, k dramas are different from other series globally same i had like a random 3 am session with my own big brain moments thinking and asking myself with a cute and flawless faces the only reasons i like k dramas but surprisingly you know i thought more about it and actually the many other reasons which i realized later firstly to start with it was very easy to watch and complete these series unlike the western ones cuz you know k dramas are mostly restricted to having one season and it has like just 16 to 20 episodes unless or until that season has been a big hit and they make another season out, out of it but mostly it's just one season but when it comes to the western ones they have so many seasons and so many episodes compared to really and also i did come across few webtoons that were made into k dramas like cheese in the trap true beauty or even it's one class but i preferred watching the series over the original webtoon which truly yes i feel it's a sin but the reason i preferred doing that totally depended on the length cuz when it comes to webtoons there were 100 plus episodes and you had to like really wait for very long time to get a new episodes and that same thing was remade into a k drama which you can pretty well complete in just one week so that's easier right next would be the beautiful osts my god i also uh, appreciated about sky castles osts in our previous podcast on how beautifully korean dramas deliver the emotions and tone of their scenes through osts personally the best part about these songs i feel is when it's like i complete a series but you know the post period of that time 
the songs just keep going in my head i just keep humming the beats of the songs i know this makes me you know go on google and just search those songs up and trust me when you finally find that song and you play it and you just close your eyes the whole k drama will just replay in your mind just like that and one of my favorite ost playlist would for sure be uncontrollably fond cuz i felt the emotions they were trying to deliver in those songs was really really good and also a recommendation right here to all our listeners would be for the ost playlist of descendants of the sun this playlist won so many ost awards and yes they're beautiful and engaging so you guys can check them out the other reasons i feel like exploring k dramas were uh, the social ethics culture they display and these truly impressed me and i was i'm down to adapt them too and yes i got to mention a key factor here is about the high quality and the richness they have in the scripts and screenplay too which i quite was was like i felt they were better when it came to other language comparisons and it was also quite understandable when such things come out from a country like south korea because they aim to provide the best content all the time and be the best compared to the other countries right and also like try to grab the global audience so i feel yeah they did do it hmm true you see i've always wondered how addictive k dramas are and the fact that they are small makes us to keep clicking next episode and by the time you realize you were awake the whole night binging so what is it that makes us binge k dramas for me personally the plot because i'm not a binge person i mean i do watch continuously but sleep is my utmost priority <laughs> i don't binge overnights and all so in general sense i do wonder what makes people sacrifice their beauty sleep to complete the series you know like when we look at a broad angle on how we people at time prefer to watch series or even read books in general we do that cuz we want you know go into that fantasy world where we have better imaginations and emotions to relate and experience and you know give a small break to the real world we're existing in and this is what we used to prefer when we when we had free time but you know as years passed by we kind of cross the line i could say and we know we tend to devote devote more time to these things than we should the thing i realized when it came to k dramas and especially the ones which had really strong plots that it makes us get so hooked to them in curiosity until the end it's like they always end an episode with a great suspense or a twist that was coming up and you know due to this the viewers tend to lose patience and you know they sit through the night for the temporary happiness of knowing what's going to happen next like a total honest fact on that and the other way around would also be the need to cover all the k dramas starring your favorite male lead or female lead right you take an example of lee jong suk you like him you start watching all of his works and to be honest at present i still do at times you know be a little late to you know watch and then on a real fact check we should know that all of 
this we are doing right now only gives us a little satisfaction but in return you know we have a huge chaos with our sleep schedule cuz i personally haven't got my sleep schedule right and it's still i still try really hard to get it back on track so yeah the quicker we realize to prioritize our sleep over some unreal content out there the better right it will be a hard journey but we can overcome it right and then you keep watching another drama another one and another one it's just like there's so much content like there's no end to your watch list it keeps growing and you keep watching at some time you feel like damn i'm addicted to this shit when was that moment of realization for you for me i'll tell you my k drama journey okay so basically i started watching horan of course for we and then fell for phs and sojin and ended up watching strong woman and then secretary kim and since i was watching them on view i got the recommendation of w the synopsis was quite interesting so i watched it and then i watched almost all lee jung suk dramas one after another no break like legit i mean of course i did sleep but whenever the laptop was open i was watching drama and then continuously watching it watching it watching it so i watched pinocchio doctor stranger romance is a bonus book while you were sleeping this lasted for a week and i lost connecting to outer world i didn't text my friends i didn't watch youtube i didn't dance i did nothing and that was when i realized like damn i am addicted to this so like in dramas i w- i was telling guys myself kumana chauri <laughs> so what was that moment for you at an earlier stage i wouldn't say i was addicted because i watched them only under curiosity but after i guess like 5 to 6k dramas that curiosity turned to likeness and then i slowly got hooked to them one thing here is that once i was done with one series and especially when i was in a earlier stage i tend to get a lot of recommendations from my friends or even on social media that you know this k drama is really nice or this k drama's cast are super cute you got to check them out this and that so yeah like that you know i kept on watching stuff till date i must say at one point i realized that i was addicted to it and this mostly happened when i had a lot of time in hand like holidays like how our college gave two weeks of relaxation and me here spend it on watching three whole series the case with me is that i am only hooked on a series till i finish it like you know episode after episode cuz i love i lose my patience to wait till the next day in the morning to watch the next episode so i just try to complete that series as soon as possible so yeah this does affect my sleep and i should not do it but in most of my cases i won't say i'm obsessed with watching one k drama after the other cuz boy i don't want to fail in my academics and thankfully i do have the ability to control this obsession and i do give some breaks at times with k dramas and one other thing was i'm not sure to what extent this could be true but i heard that netflix 
said it tracks the watch time of viewers because of course it helps them improve the strategies and produce more content and also make sure that its audience stay on stays for more longer time on their platform and ever since k-drama became a thing netflix started investing into korean content and modifying its algorithms more and more oh yeah i never watched k-dramas on netflix like i watched them on view or wiki or drama cool but still when i opened my netflix account i could see crash landing on you love alarm and the king's recommendations which was quite interesting because i never watched k dramas on netflix and now we have at least one k drama per per month from netflix and also a lot of dramas are being added to netflix and yet again a smart win win move by netflix it's a win win for both netflix and k dramas a quite interesting stat that i found is that netflix had 3.8 million paid subscribers in south korea at the end of 2020 i mean that's definitely a number to impress so i heard this somewhere that netflix motto for k dramas was that made in korea and watched by the world on netflix that give me chills um anyway south korea is said to be netflix's third biggest market in asia by sales following australia and japan so it's definitely a great marketing strategy damn those are quite big numbers and a point out there is the investment on korean content has doubled on ott platforms and now when we go to our favorite online platforms which is netflix for me we not only get our local language content but also content from other languages say english spanish japanese korean and the just the list just goes on and you know this not only really allows the viewer to explore but also has great chances for the viewer to find their new favorites and also like get out of your comfort zone and then find something out there which is so different from what you used to watch I feel you know this can also be a reason for Netflix investment more in Korean content right don't you think Yeah like sometimes what happens is when you complete watching a series you want to watch something different and so you start exploring and of course when you want to watch something new you don't want to watch something huge which has 20 episodes 30 episodes of content so when people don't want to spend a lot of time but want to watch something fun there are many k dramas that are small and easy to watch like sweet revenge love alarm kingdom hime of death of another legend sook um somehow 18 and many others Honestly, K-drama in itself is small, like 16 episodes, and it does not have a season two or season three. So yeah. Also, a lot of K-dramas are a slice of life, just happy-go-lucky, and they just provide comfort, and they are a good distraction from our daily life. So when you want to laugh it out, Quenchana, Quenchana, watch Why Kiki. <laughs> also, I think a lot. and i mean a lot of indians have moved towards k pop and k drama i mean k beauty was in the market since long but k pop and k drama added now well india and south korea being both asian and sharing independence day 
do have a lot in common i i feel in their cultures as well have you come across such similarities mm i did actually uh, first would be about respecting your elders and the family bonding which is quite important in both the countries and is also one of the first things that truly made me connect to the k dramas both the countries are also like very proud when it comes to the culture and traditions the people here and also in korea tend to be very much careful and sensitive also uh, to give uh, any against opinions or against or any counter opinions cuz like in both the places i feel like we're quite uh, sensitive and uh, we take a little bit criticism way too seriously then would come few more sensitive issues like sex sexism racism social discrimination and yes the utmost importance to beauty and appearance people give and gossiping about family politics which we can see very evidently in both korean dramas and indian serials but when you go back to the past of these two countries as you said one similarity we can we can't ignore would be the political and geographical disturbances between india pakistan north korea south korea and on an overlook i feel like most of these similarities we have at present is because of the fact that we are asian as a whole so yeah one more thing is that many elders at times in both the countries tend to be quite uh, attentive and also a little against when it comes to falling in love <laughs> mostly when it comes to girls so yeah gosh i get to know a lot of stuff and also learn a lot of stuff from koreans man and also k dramas so yeah i guess this time we actually spoke a lot and gave so many thoughts in this episode and sadly we have to end it here and we hope you like today's episode we can talk about k dramas and k pop for like a whole day if we are given time but for this podcast it's time to say goodbye to our listeners so stay tuned to euphoria until next time stay safe be safe if you've made it this far then i'm sure you would have listened to that one actor's name that i mentioned in short form and not full name so dm me that name to enter our giveaway where we will give you a coupon code to have 15% discount on any of the boat products thank you for listening to us and keep listening and supporting euphoria